when people get put in their place, like verbally, not even necessarily physically, but when they're verbally put in their place and there's nothing you can say, it's just like, yeah, sit down somewhere, son. You ain't ain't ready for this. You You ain't ain't ready ready for this. You're not old enough to handle this level. Hey, you guys, what's up? We are the Otaku Couple. I am Mrs. Otaku. And I'm Mr. Otaku. And this is the I'd Rather Anime Podcast number 19. This is your place to catch up on all things anime, new and old, with a lovely addition of our opinions, thoughts, and banter. We know you could be doing other things, so we're glad that you'd rather anime with us. Yeah, so what we watched this week, of course, we watched One Piece, as always. And the fight between Luffy and Katakuri is getting good. I mean, Luffy... He's still getting beat up, honestly. He's still getting beat up. Yeah, there actually isn't much change, but like, if One Piece was the type of anime where it didn't have to be like 100 episodes per fight, this would be like the part where you'd be like, oh, okay, he's finally getting to the point where he's going to like level up in this fight. But since One Piece is, the fights have to be like 100 episodes long, and we're only like 50 episodes into this fight, you know. Yeah, Luffy's still getting beat up, but it just looked really good. Yeah, and I mean, it looks promising. Like, there, there, there's it, hope. There's potential there. Like, we can see where this is going. It's not just a constant, how is he going to get himself out of this type situation at this point? Yeah, I mean, he. you can tell what he's trying to do. You can tell what he's trying to learn, you know? But he just hasn't quite gotten it yet. And it's good to see that struggle, but at the same time, when you're waiting week to week, it's like, ah, I really want to see the the payoff. Yeah, you want to get to the, okay, finally, he's got it, now we can turn the tables. But honestly, the fight with Luffy wasn't even what got me excited this week. What got me excited was Jinbei. Jinbei. Because, first of all, in the last episode, Big Mom jumped on the ship, which, you know, that's that's just not a good feeling, you know? But yeah. then the Shaw Hats, they, they pull it together. And Jinbei is going to make a clutch addition to this team. Because let me tell you, if it was just Nami, Brooke, and Chopper, and Carrot on the on the Sunny. Yeah, they would have lost their ship. They would have lost their ship, they would have lost their lives, and all of them would have been in the sea. All of them. Yeah. But Jinbei, nah, Jinbei was like, nah, we're going to fight. I'm going to take this hit head on. She threw him into the sea. First of all, he's a fish man. Throwing him into the sea does nothing to him except make him stronger. He comes back and he straight <laughs> throws her off the ship. If she didn't have that cheat, cl- cheat code with Zeus yeah. and him flying, he would have gotten rid of Big Mom on his own because she has devil fruit powers and he would have just thrown her into the ocean. And it would have been a wrap. So. But unfortunately, it didn't work that way. But speaking of Zeus, that move though that uh, Brooke pulled to slice Zeus in half. Yeah. That, that was dope. I love how like Brooke his like him being a skeleton just comes in at random times to make perfect logic and other times they're completely breaking that logic yeah you know like I don't have any flesh so being electrocuted doesn't actually affect me which makes sense that makes total sense but you know what doesn't make sense him carrying a full flesh and butt person on the ocean yeah, that doesn't running make on the water sense. that made no sense at all. You know, you know, because their whole reason why he's able to run on the water is because he's so light. But if he's carrying another person, he's not light. So yeah, yeah, that didn't make a lot of sense. But, but I like how they explained it anyway. 
And I love the teamwork between Nami and Brooke, how Brooke cut the cloud in half and they were like, oh, we were never going for Big Mom. The cloud was the goal the entire time. Yeah, without that cloud, she can't catch them. Yeah, that's kind of the point, which yeah. is smart to go for her mobility because, I mean, if you're going to fight someone, go for the kneecaps, right? <laughs> Take them down. Yeah. So that was interesting. You can't move, you can't fight. And I love how, like, coherent she is at this point. Like, before, she was just, like, in a rage. And she's still in a rage, but she's, like, a lot more coherent and thinking things through. Because the oldest son, (laughs) Peros, I think. Perospero. Yeah, Peros, whatever his name. With the candy candy fruit or whatever. The licky lick fruit. (laughs) And he was just like, oh, snap. I didn't realize that she was still lucid. Crap. She's going to kill me when she figures out that there is no cake on that ship we have to sink the ship if we don't sink the ship i'm gonna die and it's just kind of like yep shouldn't have lied to her shouldn't have lied which makes it realize that they actually have no idea what her hunger pangs are like because they've never let it go on this long so she's like a wild card for everybody now yeah like she might bring down her whole entire country just because she's hungry yeah, and I get what they're doing with the hunger pains, but at the same time, it's just like... It's been going on for so long now. It's it's kind of crazy, and I was just kind of like, really, like, this cake that doesn't even exist? Like, it exists now because Sanji's that type of person, but, like, you're going on about this cake. Imagine if Sanji wasn't there. Like, obviously, they're all here because of Sanji, but, like, if he didn't have this amazing cooking skill and his skill was, like, something else, they'd be screwed. Yep, they'd be screwed. It'd be a wrap. So, I just I just thought it was interesting. But, I mean, I'm kind of excited for next week. I'm hoping that we get some more progress with, like, Jinbei and the fight that's going on with Big Mom. And I hope that Luffy... I, I want to see Luffy actually use the skill that he's been working towards. I want him to see... I want to see him, like, get it and grasp it and be like, oh, okay... Now, this trump card, this only thing, because the only reason why Katakori is beating Luffy is because he can see the, the future. future. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once Luffy gets past that, like he's, it's not that he's just so much stronger than him or he's just so much more skilled than him. Literally, the only skill that's making Luffy lose the fight is that he can't hit Katakori because Katakori knows where, what he's about to do. If he loses that advantage, I think this will turn the tides of the fight real quick. Real quick. So, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, me too. But, moving on. You know, can't talk about One Piece All Show. Nope. Uh, we also watched Black Clover this week. Which, honestly... what what mm, Black Clover is really good when the only thing you're doing is comparing it to itself. Like, when you're only focused on Black Clover, it's actually really good. It's got a pretty fast-paced story... It's ongoing. The characters have good development. Asta grows. All of the characters, like, I'm not going to say grow, but sort of, like, change how they, based on how they interact with Asta. You know, we have good people going. Do we have good people going bad yet? No, we don't have good people We have bad people going going good. good. Yeah, we we have bad people turning good. You have lazy people working. You have scary people not running, you know, so... It's like you can see a little bit of character development in all the characters, which is really nice. And, you know, 
when you're not comparing it to My Hero Academia like we were doing before, it's actually a good show on its own. Or anything else, honestly, because I feel like a lot of people compare it to other things. I mean, that's what people do. They compare things. But when you just take Black Clover in isolation, like, Asta, I really like Asta as a main character. And I also like how they're telling the story because... Um, if you don't watch Black Clover, basically what happened this week is they're fighting the one of the top tier members of the Eye of the Midnight Sun, yep. and she can control the Salamander, which is basically like um, not like Natsu, but basically it's this giant dragon that has technically it's a salamander. It's a salamander, like it's a giant fire breathing dragon that she can is made completely out of mana or magic, and she can control it. And so they're fighting in the witch's forest. And of course, the black bulls who are there, which are uh, Austin, Noel, Fenrir, and Vanessa, they're fighting to stop it. And of course, you know, Fenrir, Vanessa, and Asta, they got this, this string teleportation thing down, right? But they can't use that technique because the heat from the salamander is so hot that it's forcing... It, it burns old girl's strings and for some reason, it keeps Fenrir from teleporting. I don't quite understand why he can't teleport. Though. I think the heat just... he it, It's warping... The heat from the dragon is actually like mana in the air. So it's changing uh, where he can open his um, thing. Because he's got spatial magic. And there's so much magic in the area. He can't control the space around it to open the teleportation. Think. I think that's how they explained it. I have to go back and watch it, but I want to say it's something like that. Like the heat is just contorting it. It's preventing him from doing it. But even so, I, I think it's just cool how their teamwork is just rock solid at this point. And Noelle is starting to like believe not, in herself. She's believing in herself. She's not missing with, with her attacks anymore. Like, I'm so glad that we're over that. Like, because I thought that was never going to end. Like, she's super helpful. Like, well, not super helpful. Like, she's not super. But she's she's helpful at this point. And it's just kind of like, that's good. Because I would hate to have, like, another Sakura situation on our hands where she's not useful until, like, the very end. Yeah. You know? So that's nice. And I like how she's overcoming, like, this... Not overcoming, but sort of dealing with the childhood trauma that of her older siblings, like making fun of her for not being able to control her mm-hmm. magic, and just like tuning that out and focusing on Asta and him being like, "You can do this. You got this," and her believing in herself and being like, "I got this. I can yeah. do this." Yeah. And then actually like doing, doing it. it. <laughs> so, and I love how she talked to the witch too. I know that wasn't in this episode, but how she just straight up told the witch, she was like, "Look." You're going to fix his arms, so go ahead and do it. Because if he fights, we fight. Mm-hmm. If you don't fix him, we're all going to leave, and you're going to have to fight these people by yourself. Fight the Diamond Army, fight the Eye mm-hmm. of the Midnight mm-hmm. Sun, and we're going to peace out. Yeah. All right? And then she's like, and everybody's just like, how is she going to talk to the queen like that? She's like, look, I'm royalty too. Don't get anything twisted. <laughs> and, and her internal monologue is just like, oh, my God, I'm so scared. <laughs> yeah. But she, but she stood up and it worked and it got things done straight to the point. It's so much better than and, waiting. Yeah, and I like how to, how Black Clover doesn't actually drag out the story. And I say that because as much as I love One Piece and it's super long, which is kind of satisfying when you can watch a bunch of episodes at one time. When you're watching it week to week, it feels kind of slow. It feels like you're not getting a lot. But when you watch Black Clover, like... In my mind, 
I, I'm always prepared for like a Naruto situation where it's gonna be like super dragged out and every enemy is gonna get the same exact amount of time and it's just gonna be hard and difficult and long and time consuming. This girl, I this I the Midnight Sun girl, nah, it was not nearly as long as the one when they were fighting Beto. Because Beto no, was, was like, like the truth. Five enemy. episodes, <laughs> maybe six. I it mean, was long. Like, it might it have even like been longer. Episodes. Yeah. Because he beat everybody in the cave and they thought they oh, had him beat and he came back and they thought they had him beat again and Asta was like, I'm not done yet. He lost one arm, then he lost two arms, and then he lost his swords, and then <laughs> Yeah, it kept going. It just kept going. And we were just like with Veto, it was just like, Okay, how many times can Asta get beat down and he still get back up? Like yeah. I this yeah. is just yeah. for testing it. You know, his limits. <laughs> and he didn't reach his limit. Okay? Never he, got he to his limit. He kept getting back up. Even when he had finally been like, phew, you know, we finally beat him and it looked like he was down for good and he came back up, Asa was like, all right, guys, let's get ready to go again. And they're just like, huh? huh? Like, Yami shows up. He's like, okay, let's go, you guys. And Yami's like, sit down, kid. You're doing I, too much. I got, I got this. this. <laughs> you know? But I think that's why you put you point that out when we were watching it. Like, they, she couldn't be that bad because Yami wasn't there, which is reasonable enough. They yeah. didn't have backup. They didn't have backup, so it had to be somebody that they could actually defeat. Yeah, but I also like that like they realized they made it. They made it so that we knew from the get go, like Asta is stronger than her because her only thing is this dragon, and he can cut through the dragon. And Noel can put it put it out with her water magic, and they like it's powerful. But we didn't have to see the whole ah. How do we get past this? Like, no, straight yeah. up, I'm going to cut through it. I think, I'm going to get to you. I'm going to save you. That's going to be it. I you think know? that's the beautiful thing about Asta's ability. It really doesn't matter how strong his opponent is. Like, <laughs> he can because, literally cut like, them Because down as long level. as their strength is based on magic, it really doesn't matter. I think the only person... As long as he can get to them, it's over. Yeah, I think the only person that Asta would truly have a problem fighting would be like Yami. Because Yami doesn't rely solely on magic. Like, yeah. it's mostly. But if he tried to take Yami hand-to-hand combat, yeah. Yami would knock him out so quick. Yeah, because most of the time, Yami doesn't even use his magic. Yeah, he does. He uses his sword. Yeah, I, yeah, he uses his sword, but his sword isn't magic. It's just when he uses certain techniques with his sword, True. that's magic. But Yami's super fast, super strong and everything, and has good reflexes, great senses, can sense other people's key, all that stuff, all on its own, without magic. Yeah, and you don't get muscles like that without training. Like, all the other uh, knights are, like, slender. They don't have, like, bulky muscles. Like, Asta and Yami are the only ones with, like, actual muscle. And, yeah. like, of course, I think I think they did one where you know, I think he has, like, muscles somewhere. But he's, like, slender. Asta is, like, bulked up. Asta is, like, protein go to the gym every day guy. Yeah. You know? And I think that makes a big difference. And I like how in their world, it's like, it's not common. Like when people see Asta's muscles, they freak out. Yeah. Because they're not used to it. Because everybody uses magic for everything. And I think that's a nice touch. But, you know, I'm realizing I could probably go on about Black Clover a lot. Since there's not much else to talk about. Since My Hero Academia isn't back. So... (laughs) So we watched Gate. Not Stein's Gate, but just Gate. And you know what? This is one of those high dives. That was one of the high dives. Yeah. 
Yeah, Gate was one of the high dive shows. Um, we saw it on Verve, obviously, and we were like, hey, this Gate thing, it's one of the new high dive shows on here, let's give it a try. And it turned out to be really good. It, it turned was, out to be awesome. Yeah, it, it was funny. The fights were still good. It had that little witty wittiness that you like. And then on top of that, the main character was an otaku. I mean. Yeah. So <laughs> from the first episode, because like, I want to tell you this. If you're going to watch it, the first episode, if you have watched any anime before, it's misleading because what happens in anime is we have this person in this crisis who's a nobody all of a sudden giving orders and people just go along with it, right? In my immediate mind, I just watched High School of the Dead, so I'm just thinking about how, okay, High School of the Dead, he's literally just a high schooler. He's giving orders and people are following him. And at the end, he's basically telling an entire unit of people yeah, what to a do. Military like, unit a people. military unit what to do. And I'm just like, who are you? You're a high schooler. What? Sit down somewhere, right? But no. He's actually a grown man. In in this anime, he's a grown man. And when he gives orders, people listen because he's a lieutenant in the military. He already has a military background. And it's just like, oh, okay. This makes sense of why you know hand-to-hand combat and why you can take down people and guns and kill people like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay, because you're trained for this. This makes so much more sense. That simple background information changes the entire plot of the anime and it makes it like, a million times better. Yeah. Honestly. And this, I don't know, I kind of like this anime just for the simple fact that, I mean, okay, obviously they go to, through a gate to another world. Yeah. But I like the, the the realistic struggles that they kind of go through. Like, they're part of the military. They can't just do whatever they want to do. They have to wait for orders to come from higher up. And if they do something out of line, there are consequences for yeah. it. And as much as they dislike the orders... If they are told not to do something, they don't do it. They don't do it because it's not just like a slap on the wrist. It's like this is war. And all of their actions, regardless of how small they are, have consequences. And that's evident in the very first couple of episodes when he rescues like this little bit, this little town. And then that little town he takes back to the base. And then that little, those couple of people at the base become an entire city that's developed, like with houses mm-hmm. and towns and shops and bars and everything else like it's a huge it becomes a city in their base because he decided to save some people yep and it turned out great yeah and then there's also that that frustrating feeling when they don't know what's going on and the higher-ups won't tell them anything and they just have to wait and people are they're getting bad press and everything else you know oh no but i can't remember what episode it was but when when they went yes roy roy when they went back. When they went back. <laughs> to, to talk to, about the flame jacket. When they went back to Japan, and I guess, I don't know even know how to describe it. I guess, like, the guy had to go in front of, like, the Japan Supreme, not Supreme Court, but it I was some type of. It was like a press conference where he had explained what happened so that yeah. the people understand because 150 people died, right? Yeah, because the, of this flame dragon attack. Flame dragon, mind you, if you've seen Fairy Tale, it's like when the dragons attacked and yeah, nobody yeah. was prepared for it it was kind of like that that's what the flame dragon is flame dragon is literally like igneo <laughs> i would say it's like armageddon it's like a flying armageddon for everybody in that world like yeah. oh you see the flame dragon there's no running there's no hiding there's no fighting it you accept death 
Yeah, there's That's nothing it. you can do. There's nothing you can do except hope that it the, doesn't burn you and eat you. You cannot get revenge on a flame dragon. Right? <laughs> and she talks about this. And no spoilers, but... Other than the, the um, ones we've already said. Other, I mean, this, this is kind of plot, though. But honestly, like, the emotions and the the commentary and the, the choice of words... Yeah. It's just it's golden. It's honestly. golden, well placed, and we watched the dub. The dub is well delivered. Now I will say that the little bit of sub that we saw, if you saw our, our tweets from while we were watching it, subs can uh, they can be a little little more real with the language, and uh, it's but, appreciated. Yeah, but I, with dubs you can sort of catch the humor, and this is kind of fast paced and intellectual. So I would say unless. I was I was suggested dub. I I personally prefer to watch things subbed when I can, but I mean, dubs. This dub was solid gold. When stuff was when stuff is supposed to be funny, I prefer it in dub. That's because the the humor comes off better, like you said. When I have to understand the the plot line of the story, like they have to explain stuff to me, I kind of like it to be dubbed so that I can understand it. Or when there's like a lot of action. That way I can watch what's going on. Like that My Hero Academia episode where Deku and Bakugo were fighting, that was way better to me in the dub because I could actually watch the action and just listen to the words versus trying to read the words on screen before they change to the next set of words and watch the action at the same time. It was just a lot to take in. But yeah. this one was really good. The dub was solid gold and it was really funny. Um, the whole premise of the show, because I realized we didn't actually talk about it, is there's this otaku guy. He's in the military and basically, because of his actions saving people, he becomes known as like this hero in Japan. And so they send him and his unit through the gate to the other side. And basically, they're sent on the mission to like make contact and, you and know, basically fill out the situation over there, essentially. Yeah, see they're what's the, going on, possibly get some of their resources. Yeah, see if they're friendly, if they're going to have to fight, what kind of weapons they have. Like, just basically fill out the situation. They're the first wave of people to go, pretty much. And it's it's pretty interesting. He meets three, pe- three uh, girls, of course. One's a magic girl. Yeah. One's what they call an oracle. And basically, she's a deity of the god of death and basically yeah, yeah she's a demigod a demigod there we she, go she's a demigod and after she's been a demigod for a, a thousand, thousand years, years she becomes a god it was just it was it was crazy but it was awesome it was awesome and then the last one is an elf an elf um a mentally broken elf yeah because reasons yeah. reasons so yeah, but it was really interesting. Rory, the the demigod, was my favorite. Yes. Because yes, yes. When okay, so no spoilers because you really should watch it, and when you watch it, you're gonna be hyped. Because no lie, we hopped up out the chairs in our living room and we kind of just spazzed about how awesome it was. Because we're nerds like that. But <laughs> they go to Japan, and I personally love it when people get put in their place, like verbally. Not even necessarily physically, but when they're verbally put in their place and right. there's nothing you can say, it's just like, yeah, sit down somewhere, son. You ain't, you ain't ready for this. You, you ain't, ain't ready, ready for this. You're not old enough to handle this level. And it was just, it was great. So you should watch it. Yeah, you should definitely watch it. It was awesome. It's one of those few anime, like, where you start it and when you just want to watch it all the way through, 
Like you don't want to take breaks. You just want to binge through the whole thing. You want to see what's going to happen next. You want to keep being entertained by it. So that's really awesome. The only problem with anime like that is after you finish watching it, you don't know like, what to watch next. You don't know what to watch next because you know it's chances are it's not going to be another anime that's just like super binge worthy. Yeah, and I think something else that's just. I noticed um, some of the voices are the same from that of Funimation. Like, uh, I think one of the girls, if you've seen Fairy Tales, she had Wendy's voice. I don't know who the voice actor is, but I'm it. I'm, I'm hoping it's the same person because they sound exactly alike. But that was that was just nice too. But honestly, I'm not even gonna lie. I have we had never really watched a whole lot of content from High Dive before, or like really any at all. So for this to be like really one of our first main dubs that we watched together on Verve through through High Dive, it was pretty good. Like not even pretty good, it was really good. Like it was, I'll say it's one of the best dubs that I've seen in a really long time. Yeah, I would agree with you. So I'm actually really looking forward to watching more content um, from High Dive. Yeah, me too. Um, if you guys have any suggestions on what we should watch next from High Dive. You know, let us know. Give us a tweet at I'd Rather Anime. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, oh, one more thing before we start wrapping this up. Um, maybe I'm the only person in the universe or in the anime community who hasn't seen One Punch Man yet, but I started watching it. Um, I've actually watched the first three episodes. And at first, I tried it a while ago and I didn't like it. Probably because I just, I don't know, I just couldn't get into it. But I started watching it again. And honestly, it's kind of funny. Honestly. It breaks up the monotony of your regular shonen superhero trying to get stronger, facing stronger opponents all the time. You know, instead, we have the guy who's a hero for fun, and he can beat everybody in one punch. I don't even think that's what makes it funny. To me, it's just like, when you play a video game and your character's maxed out and then you get bored with the game so you start over and create you so you create a new profile and start over from the beginning so that you have like a challenge and it's fun and he's just I never do that well okay well <laughs> i do i have done that several times it's like after <laughs> I you, you huh <laughs> i know you do after you beat the game and it's just like okay nothing is a challenge anymore i've completed all the checkpoints this is boring just running around knowing that I could beat everybody with like one hit. Like, what is the purpose of this? There's no adrenaline. This is dumb. And this is kind of the point that Saitama is stuck at. He's just like, I want a real fight. I want to feel the adrenaline, the rush. I want to enjoy this fight. And everybody is just I like, throw a serious punch. Yeah. And everybody is just like, nah. I'm not ready. Like, nobody is ready for Saitama. Nobody. Nope. And maybe it's just me, but he's like 25, and I'm just like, oh, okay. I'm getting kind of old to watch anime. <laughs> so, yeah, there was that. <sighs> it's okay. Yeah, but anyway, I, just, I think I'm gonna keep watching it. And I think you should. It's definitely a, a staple. It's a. Yeah, in the third episode, how that guy was just like, whoa. Like, he he left himself completely open, and he was just like, this guy's going to kill me. This guy would have killed me if I had attacked. And the other guy who's watching, he was just like, what is going on? Like, he can take him. Because they judge, Saitama is like a small guy. He's small, he's short, and he's blonde. And he wears his weird suit. Mm-hmm. 
Did I say blonde? He's bald. Bald. He's bald. He's not blonde, y'all. He's bald. He has on a blonde suit, if you want to call yellow blonde. But, I mean, he, he looks like a chicken. He's, he's in a chicken suit. <laughs> Honestly. But yeah. with a cape. A, a bald man in a chicken suit with a cape. That's what he looks like. But he's super strong. But he's super strong. To the point where he hates his life. And then he's trying to tell people how he got strong. He's like, a hundred sit-ups, a hundred push-ups, a hundred squats, and a ten-kilometer run every day. I don't use AC in the in the summer, and I don't use heat in the winter for discipline. Which I don't understand this, you guys. Discipline the mind. I don't understand this because so many anime say this that being like if you don't want to be cold, you need discipline. What does discipline have to do with feeling cold? Like it's still less than freezing outside. No matter how disciplined I am, it's still going to be less than freezing outside. I might not complain about it, but it's still cold. I don't understand how that that helps anybody in any situation. What? No. No. That's stupid. You know what? That's like going outside on the beach in the sun and being like, F you, son. No, you're not going to burn me today. Like, no. What? Discipline has nothing to do with how hot the sun is. You're still going to burn. I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. I just think that's dumb logic. Somebody gets a little angry at the weather. I'm just saying. Like, don't tell me that I feel hot because I'm undisciplined. (laughs) What? That's not how that works. The sun is going to be hot regardless of how disciplined I am. Whether I'm sitting there like a stone meditating or whether I'm crying and complaining about how hot the sun is. You know what the sun does? Do you think the sun cares? The sun does not care. All right? It's going to be hot regardless. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. You know what? Let's just move on to what we watch it next week. Um, so next week, of course, we're watching more One Piece, um, more Black Clover. Um, I think we might um, finally give ReZero a try. Um, I've been putting it off for the longest because I thought the it was going to finish getting dubbed. But, <laughs> you know, I think we're just going to watch it subbed. And yeah, and that'll be that. Wasn't that the one that kept playing games with you? Like, the double, the double come out tomorrow. The double come out tomorrow. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm sure if you go on Funimation today, tomorrow. they're like, the second half of the dub of ReZero will come out tomorrow. And then every day you go, it says the next day. Like, I, I'm not, I'm done with it. I will just watch it subbed. Like, because it's funny because I was, had already resigned myself to watch it subbed. And then I heard the dub was coming out, so I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll just wait. And then, you know, it took forever for the dub to start. And then when it started, I was like, why did they only do half of it? (laughs) Where's the other half? Where's the other half? Oh, it comes out tomorrow. (laughs) No. Uh, Tomorrow? No. And it it just kept going, so. Tomorrow, tomorrow, the double come tomorrow. It's only a day away. Alright. Um If you guys have never seen Annie, that's where that tune comes from. Just throwing it out there. The classic Annie. I don't know if it's in the new one with Jamie Foxx. No, I can't make any promises about that one. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, and the other thing that we might watch um next week is Outbreak Company. Um it was recommended to us by Nathaniel the Otaku from Twitter. So we might first episode it or give it a try. We'll see how that goes. And I'm gonna keep watching One Punch Man, and I'm I've been watching Reborn, and honestly, it's, I really like it. Like I can't say I don't like it because I'm like 60 episodes deep, 
but um it's really really entertaining like the it's not as funny as those first like 12 episodes were because those first 12 episodes had me laughing out loud but like the whole plot and the, the fighting and the and stuff it, it's getting way better like i like it reborn reborn is cool and i mean that as like the, the little hitman character not the anime itself <laughs> okay. if that makes sense <laughs> reborn the character is really cool and i like uh what's his name yamamoto and gokudera they're two like uh suna's best friends i like both of them what i don't understand is why he likes kyoko and i'm just like why she's like dumb and ditzy and i guess he's just she's just like his mom which i guess i get that because his mom is like married to the second in command of the mafia what? and she doesn't even know it like she thinks he's... how does she not know it i don't know i don't know the, the way these people keep secrets like it's so dumb like these people are just dumb it's not even good anime logic it's not even good lying it's just stupidity at its most basic level and i'm just like like they tell kyoko while they're going out to fight these dangerous fights every night they're skipping school they're going out late at night and they're fighting, right? They tell her it's a night sumo wrestling match. Okay. Mind you, these are all like super fit people, like Asta level fit, right? Um, they're not sumo wrestling, son. That's not how that works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? You <laughs> but, know, um, stupid parents in anime. No, this is the girl. This is the girl that he likes. Oh. And she shows up at one of their fights. And her brother is in a ring and somebody's standing over him. Like, sumo is circular. It's during the day. It's a team. It's not a team sport. But there are rules to this. And it's extreme night sumo wrestling. That's what he tells her. It's extreme night sumo wrestling. And she believes it and leaves. But the reason I brought up Kyoko in the first place is because I don't understand why he likes her. I think he should like Haru because one, she's prettier, two, she's smarter, and three, she's more useful. I feel like if he's gonna have a love interest, it should be the, the smart, pretty, useful one, not the dumb one. That makes sense. I'm just saying. Makes she sense. knows that he's gonna be the next leader of the mafia. She tries to help him. She says, if you tell me to do it, I'm gonna do it. Like, I'm right or die, I'm down for you. And he likes the girl who believes in night, extreme night sumo wrestling. When her brother is a boxer. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. That's that. I'm gonna keep watching it though. Okay. Alright. Um, I might watch Tales of Zestria season two. Um, I honestly didn't even know it was out until today. Um, <laughs> I don't know when it started or when it finished, but you know, I uh, I might watch it this week. I might not. We'll see. I need some slice of life. So if you guys have any suggestions for like a really good slice of life anime that I can watch, please let me know because I feel like I haven't. I've been watching a bunch of shonen anime lately, and I just miss the daily life stuff personally. Okay. <laughs> As you can tell, Mr. Otaku is 100% uninterested. I'm not 100%. I mean, there's that uh that show with Ow. the uh with the bunny girl. What was it? Bunny something bunny girl something. Um, I don't the know. one with the bunny girl and yeah, I yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the only anime with a bunny girl in the title. 
So the, the, that just came out. That just came out. So I dream of Bunny Girl or something yeah, like that. Something like that. Like I dream of Lucy, but I dream of Bunny Girl. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's that's pretty much it for this episode, guys. Um, please support us on Anchor. Um, just go to anchor.fm forward slash I'd rather anime. You can become a monthly supporter. You can just support us with a dollar. Anything helps. Um, just, you know, if you like hearing us and you want to keep hearing us more regularly, give us some support. And, um, yeah, that's it for this episode of I'd Rather Anime. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, follow, tweet. He doesn't know how to do this, so I'm going to do this, okay? Okay, you guys, that's it for this episode of I'd Rather Anime. Please make sure that you like, comment, follow, or tweet us at I'dRatherAnime.com and check us. I can't do it either. Wow. Outros are not good. We don't want to leave you guys. So, you know what the deal is. Check us out at our website. Follow us on Twitter. Tweet at us. And, yeah, maybe we'll mention the people who send us a tweet and recommend some good anime to us in the next podcast episode. Because it'll be our... 20th one Woo! it's probably also going to be our last one for the year um, oh it's definitely going to be our last one for the year yeah we'll, we'll be taking a little break until next year but next year there should be some new fun and exciting things um, fun and exciting yeah alright until next time peace out you know what that's like going outside on the beach in the sun and being like F you son no you're not going to burn me today like, no. What discipline has nothing to do with how hot the sun is? You're still gonna burn. I'm done. So, like, can we watch some anime now? <laughs>